You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We are excited to jump right into this show today. We are going to go back in time a little and we are going to have what's called Battle of the Drafts. Cap or no cap was the 1996 NBA draft class the best class ever? Or was the 2003 NBA draft class better than 1996? Who was the better draft class? 1996? or 2003 and just to give our listeners some background <coughs> some of the people that came in the 96 drive you're talking about Allen Iverson mm-hmm. we always ask is there anything good that can come out of Philly but they gave us <laughs> Allen there's Marcus Camby we have um, Kerry Kittles we had Antoine Walker we had Steve Nash we had Derek Fisher we had Stephon Marbury. So that's who we had for 96. In 2003, we have like the powerhouse, the guy that thinks he's the greatest, LeBron James. Notice I said he thinks he's the greatest. Um, we also had Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. They made up that menage trois um, <laughs> that dominated in Miami. You also had some mentions like Boris Diaw, who I loved, and um, Kendrick Perkins, who just talks trash about KD um, for the rest of his career. So now that we have an idea of some of the stars out of the drafts, which draft was the better class? I mean, I think it's unequivocally the class of 96. I mean, I don't think there's much debate. I mean, if you look at how many MVPs they had, they had Allen Iverson, you had Kobe Bean Bryant, and you had uh, Steve Nash. All all MVPs. Uh, surprisingly, Steve Nash was the, probably the only multiple MVP, uh, mm-hmm. but Kobe probably deserved more MVPs. But that, it was a deep class. You didn't even name Ray Allen, who was a certified killer. So I, I think it's it's 96, and anyone who thinks otherwise is fail or delusional. And you know what? I apologize for missing Ray Allen. I really do because um, wasn't he one of the ones that saved LeBron in Miami? One of them. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Shout out to Ray <laughs> Allen though. I'm gonna say 2003. Um, yes, '96 has some great players, very historic players. I'm Kobe Bryant, so forth. But I, LeBron James. Carmelo, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, you know, those guys are legendary. And, you know, you, you can't figure out Boris Diaz, well, his his contribution, and uh, La Bosa. La, what did I say? La, Leandro Barbosa. Barbosa. Yeah, he's a Brazilian champion. blur. Thank you. Oh, he was good on uh, Steve Nash team, right? Steve, yeah. Oh, okay. The, the, the 96 <laughs> team. Okay, got you. Now, you, can't do it without him. you can't do it without him, you know. Uh, Zaza, uh, champion right there. Zaza, oh Zaza Pachulia. He got. He, Are we talking he, championships? Is he not a champion? I he's mean, he's a champion, two-time champion. Ooh, that's a reach. That's a reach right there. <laughs> Todd Over. You know, so that, I'm not gonna say this heavy hitters in '96, 
but what era changed the game of basketball? Ninety six. 90s. 90s. Everything everything was better in the nineties. That man. is true, but in this case two thousand and three. I'll let you. I, I want to no, go no, on field, but I'm gonna let you go. I think you. I think you slammed it already, Ev. <laughs> I, I think I can leave it alone with that. The only two names I just have to mention was Kobe yeah. and Allen. Yeah. I mean, these dudes I mean, are just game it. changers, icons. These guys are just it on another level. From Philly, I mean, <laughs> now that's true too. But they had they had like so much talent. Like if we had to do a starting five versus starting five, like we had to do team versus team. I don't think the teams would, would match up. You had Steve Nash at the point. You had AI at the two. You had Kobe at the three. You put Jermaine O'Neal at the four. You put Marcus Camby at the five. Mm. You throw off my bench, you got Stephon Mulberry coming off the mm. bench with Ray Allen coming off the bench. Pacer Stoyakovich coming off the bench. Antoine Walker coming off your bench. Yeah. I mean, the list is too low. And what, Kerry Kittles was still on there too, right? Yeah. Sharif Abdul-Rahim. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm like, Dampier. yeah, like Sharif Abdul-Rahim was a USA team member, right? He played for yeah. USA team. He was all-star. So, I mean, like, our bench is killing, you know, might compete with the starters. So, it's kind of crazy. All LeBron needs is two stars. <laughs> Wait, what? See that? See, LeBron's best players that he had in that in that, that draft class was what? Uh, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, right? Which they got smacked by the Mavericks. So we can't even That's make that argument. Well, they well, they still got smacked when they played together. So sure yeah. the one thing all three brought us was with our powers combined. Right, <laughs> like the decision. Yeah. Right, taking my talent down South Beach. <laughs> And I feel like there are players in 03 that are just slightly overrated. I mean, let's think about it. Okay, Kobe was winning MVPs later in his career, right? I mean, uh, outside LeBron, who else was worthy of winning MVP? D-Wade? Pass. Mm-mm. Carmelo? Tell him to stop eating all that pudding. Carmelo actually was the only reason Denver ever seen the playoff they never missed the playoff while he was on that team they also won the playoffs the year he left right Um, one two years yes but they but all the pieces they got come on for Carmelo okay so that's why I mean, we're, we're not negating the, the you know, the few talent pieces that came out of 2003. You. And were few talent pieces. We just named a whole team starting five, a yeah. bench, and a bench to the bench from the 96 drive. I mean, it's just too ha- – I mean, you have Kobe Bryant and Allen Iverson. Yeah. What are we talking about after that? Like, I, think I, think we, I think we can rest our case after those two days. Right. right. So I mean, I, where, where's the O3 rank against 95? 95 had she, KG. I can go on more people if I, if I really thought about it. Well, I got to look that, I gotta look that yeah, one up. I'll if I've seen it, it, I might be able to agree with 97 you. had Vince, Paul, The Truth, who's out, out, out of ESPN and the, the League. The Truth was in 97? Okay. In 97, um, uh, Tim Duncan. Timmy D. Okay. So we, we might be – we might see, the only reason why we're even doing this comparison – is because LeBron is an 03. That's it. That's yeah. the only reason why we're doing this comparison. Yeah. Because it's too much star power in 96. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we, let's say this. Let's say, let's, let's say we took away 
the two top from each draft class, right? We took away LeBron, we took away Kobe, which was like drafted 13, by the way. I was going to say, right. we need to discuss that. Like That's ridiculous. But say, let's say we took away those two. Then it wouldn't even be close to a comparison when you talk about talent for both draft classes. We took away LeBron from one and Kobe from one. It's then true. you would say 96 is just heavier. More talent. Almost convincing. Yeah. Almost yeah. convincing. 95 has Michael Finley, mm. uh, Kevin Garnett, Jerry Stackhouse, Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed. Evan, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'm like, you already know what I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, no. say, say 03 is better than that one. <laughs> Like, shout, no out Sheed, though, yeah. <laughs> shout out to Sheed, though. Yeah, shout out to Sheed. But nah, I'm not giving it. D Wade Brown. He has I, the I, most technicals. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I mean, history. Yeah, for cool. obvious reasons. <laughs> he needed anger ball. management, but that's cool. It's a wild dude right there. Shout out to you, Sheed, when you come on the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Sheed. <laughs> All right. So I think the general consensus is that. The 96 draft class by head and shoulders stand superior above the 2003 draft class, right? For sure. We're in agreement. I, I think I think that's that's unequivocal. I mean, there, there's not much to argue, Phil. But I mean, I no like comment. your argument. <laughs> I like your argument. All right. Now let's um, come down and talk about something a lot more recent. This week, ESPN released top 25 players under 25 with the most potential, hmm. okay? Hmm. And so when you hear, like, that being the list, you're like, man, I can't wait to see who's on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read the top 10, and let's just talk about this because I feel a way about some things. Number one was Luca, Two, Zion. Three, LaMelo Ball. Four, Donovan Mitchell. Five, Jason Tatum, who just had 53 points, by the way, last week. Um, six, the Aaron Fox. Seven, Ben Simmons. Eight, Devin Booker. Nine, Bam Bam from Miami. And number 10, Shy Alexander. How do you guys um, feel about this list? And... Let me know what Devin Booker did to basketball that he's disrespected this much. That is an excellent question. Like, the last one was the, I mean, that's the cherry on top. What has D-Book done to the NBA? It is getting ridiculous, the amount of disrespect. Like, this kid didn't put up 71 points before in the NBA, like (laughs) like a sophomore season or something like that. I mean, this kid is a walking bucket. And you finally put a point guard on his team, and now his team is like top three in the West, and you disrespect him by by a ball brother? Like, like it is like disrespectful. Like Lamelo Ball is on his way. I get it, ESPN, but you guys are just oppositional at this point, man. You guys want an argument because there's no way in the world that I'm putting Lamelo Ball. What was he at number three? Is number like three. three? Number three. The disrespect is so real. I mean, like. He is definitely too high for me. Bam is another one that's too high for me. I feel like Bam should be put down a little bit further than where he was. I would move him. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Simmons, you know, I'm biased, but he might he might be in that range from five to seven right now. The way it's looking, Ben. 
Um, but I, I'm not mad at the Zion or the Luca. I'm not mad at those two. I mean, when you guys tell me more, I might ask some more arguments for this list. So here, here's my question about Devin Booker. I mean, I think I, I agree. I think Devin Booker. I don't know why he's always so low on the list. Like before, he was number ten. Uh, I, I I think Devin Booker is above Jason Tatum. Devin Booker yeah. above Jason Tatum. Above Jason Tatum. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I agree. But the question, I guess, is this thing is baseball potential. Potential is something that may never be fully realized. I don't know if his, his measurables aren't enough. I don't know. But um, here's the question I think with Devin Booker. Has Devin Booker got incrementally better every year he's been in the league? Now, I'm not saying he hasn't gotten better. I'm not saying that his game hasn't translated. I'm not saying he's not good. The question is, has he got incrementally better, demonstrating that his potential, his ceiling is much higher or is he going to be just a perennial scorer? Uh, because at the end of the day, he still has yet to make a playoff series. Now, we know that's going to change this year, mm-hmm. but that's because of Chris Paul. So take away Chris Paul, how good is Devin Booker? Mm-hmm. In well, terms of a trans, a, a franchise transforming top. That's it. Well, let me ask you this. Is it fair for us to look at that question in the lens of take away Chris Paul? Because I kind of feel like when you look back over history, you always had like... Sure. somebody there that kind of propelled you up further. Right. You know, people talk about MJ needing Scotty. I'm not saying that's the same situation because yeah. yeah. Devin is not on MJ's level, but right. I, I don't think we need to take away um, Chris Paul from the conversation. Right. And I think the thing about it is, it's kind of like this. Chris Paul is 30 what? Five? 35. Yeah. So... You would hope that there would be someone right there with uh, Devin Booker that would just continue to carry that career. Uh, and people thought that would be DeAndre Ayton. Mm-hmm. And that really hasn't happened. I mean, he's a player, but it's just not that he's not a, he's not the player, the franchise builder they thought he was going to be. So, I mean, I think his number's too low. I'm just trying to get into the mind of the list creator. I, I, would, I would ask you... Um, where is Darren, De'Aaron Fox? Why is he above Darren, uh, Devin Booker? Like, has he altered the franchise? No, that's that's too long of a thought. Where, where's where, where, where's De'Aaron thought. Fox at? I have him on this list. He I'm have a different list six. than you. I have him number six. Number six. Above number six on the list. Ben and Devin Booker, which is, like, Ludicrous. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, so I think, what has I th- he done? I think they're basing it off of his athleticism. Because, I mean, De'Aaron Fox has gotten a lot better. From each year. He's gotten incrementally better each year. What has he done with being better? I'm saying his points per game has gone up. He's, 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 his jumper's gotten better. He's improving. I'm not saying I agree. Okay. I'm saying based upon this potential argument, you could say that they're arguing that his ceiling is further. Is any, oh, does anybody Has anybody ever said this, uttered out their mouth, they robbed De'Aaron Fox from All-Star game? Right. No. no, no, no Never. No. So, and we'll probably not hear that conversation. Yeah, so I don't think it's, like, comparable. Like, everybody knows my guy Booker's been getting robbed, 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 Like, robbed. for everything, everything. Right. He should be, Devin Booker should be, to me, at least one, two, or three. That's now, it. I'm not going to say one or two, but I'm going to say three. Would you feel bad if he was number one? No. Yeah, I, I I don't think I would put him in number one. I think Luca's numbers is in, I mean, and what yeah. he's, what he's, his Luka. impact. But I, I, I still put Zion over Luca. 
Zion and Luca really? might be a different argument. I, for me. I put Zion number one. Yeah, so Luca. I don't know if I'll do because you're talking about potential like wise, his, right? Like potential, like his yeah. Ceiling could be. Okay. I just think. I mean, that's Luca has a skill, right? You understand this potential thing. This is what changes drafts, right? Right. Potential, like potentially, based on Zion's athleticism, hopefully he gets on a diet. You know, <laughs> he he will become this or or Ben Simmons, right? It's really not about Ben Simmons who he is. It's if Ben what what Stephen A. Smith say? If Ben Simmons develops a jumper, he's the next LeBron James. I know. So if, right. we, oh, if, we, if we just going by potential, then you would have been in the top three, then, right? I mean, if you're I just going by potential, I would not be mad. So, for me, the biggest argument this list is trash. R.J. Barrett is not on this list. Who? R.J. Barrett. Who? Who's that? We play for it. Come on. You know who R.J. Barrett is. R.J. Barrett is killing. (laughs) Knicks guy. Oh, Canada guy. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Duke. Stop that. The Duke backup, bro. (laughs) Zion's Zion's teammate before. He's Zion's teammate. I didn't know he had a name besides Zion's teammate. His team is actually winning. If you look at this, this <laughs> Jay it's not about winning, Phil. It has to be about winning, Phil. This is about okay, the, this wow. equivalent of you saying how many championships did uh? Not, what, okay. what do you what do you so mention? You, if you say single potential on this list, potential has to equate to win Ws. Everyone on this list who helped their team, who has helped their team to be a winning record or doing well for the team. Uh, let's you, see, let's see. Yeah, that's what we said. Right. Tom Thibodeau. Coaching that plays a part, correct? But still, you still have to activate and do the role. That's what I'm saying. That's a controversy on this list. I think the we should take a vote. Moment. I think if we take a vote, okay, let's take a vote. And who's mad because RJ Barrett's not on the list? I don't think none of us are going to be like, arguing. Let's vote. Like, I don't no, think RJ Barrett's think... mama cares he's not on the list. <laughs> he should be on the list. <laughs> who, who, now, who are we I taking mean, off for him? Like, please tell me. I'm taking off um, Tyler. What Tyce? Hasbur, I'm taking him off over RJ. RJ goes ahead of him. Jared Allen, RJ go ahead of him. Is Jared Allen on one? Hey, yes, he is. Is he in the top 10? He no. is. He's tw- like, no, I thought we were talking about oh, Come on, 10. Phil. Yeah, Phil, we're, we're, we're talking about the top, about 10. top 10. Top 10? Like, that's all confused. Top 10, Shan, uh, Alex, the... Oh, all right, Shay, next. Shay. No, no, you're not taking him off for that. Yes, Stop. Stop it. Yeah, I don't know. You must I not have seen that guy it. play before. I seen him play. Next, Next year, Phil's like, Next Phil, please, Shy, come to the Knicks. Please, Shy, we, we <laughs> love you on the Knicks. <laughs> I see him play next to Chris Paul. You said what? I see him play next to Chris Paul. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's that to do with anything? He's still having a good year. I mean, the, the Oklahoma City suck, but right. he's still having a good year. You have to win. You have to win. You guys just started so winning, Phil. Phil. It's not I just started. We've been winning. I think. This year, Phil. <laughs> We're winning. You got to stop, Phil. We're winning. Somebody got to stop this, man. But. Top 10. RJ should be on In the top 10? Absolutely oh, not. And, and y'all, know, y'all know I'm Maybe a Knicks and Nets fan. <laughs> and I'm not putting RJ Barrett in the top 10. Like, that's not even a conversation we're having. I think one of the biggest travesties is why is LaMelo Ball number three? Why is LaMelo Ball number three? I'm so disgusted. Oh. No way he's above um, Tatum, Ben Simmons, Devin Booker. Booker. Right. This is disrespectful. And I know one of our teammates think like LaMelo Ball is like the next KD. But <laughs> like <laughs> I'm most offended by number three. I've seen the reason why. Even Michael Porter. And yet, the, the people that wrote this is Triple B. That's who wrote the article. Triple B? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Big Baller Brand? <laughs> Big Baller Brand. Has this article be. is by LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> we figured it out now. Because no one... <laughs> 
Why is he so far away from his brother, though? You're going to have to answer that question. Right. Too. He's and, and not that much he better than his brother. Yeah. Why is he number three? His brother's three? like in the 20s. So the way I've been looking at this list, right, I'm looking at where a lot of a lot of these players, where their age are or age is at the current moment. So when you're looking at Devin Booker, he's 24. So right before he hits his prime, it's like, look, is he going to take that another step? Because Devin Booker's already been dropping like 27 points a game already in his career. So do you expect him to take it to that next level to get to an all-NBA, to an MVP type of conversation? Now, I can see how LaMelo impacts the game. Like, we can all see it, like, in Charlotte. I'm not saying he's the next KD because I'm a KD fan. I was an AI fan first. Then I saw KD, and I was like, I like this guy. So I ain't going to go that far. <laughs> now, he can't score like him, but what I can say is the same way that I feel like Luka, because he's already been – playing professionally overseas, it seems like he already has somewhat of an edge. And I feel like those professional uh, experiences that he has had kind of gives him a little bit more of an edge because even, I think it was Andrew Bogle who said it because he was playing overseas with him, he was like, yo, this dude's already ready for the NBA. So the fact that he's already had that type of professional experience kind of gives him a little bit more of an edge compared to some of these other players because He's only 18, 19 years old. So his ceiling is way higher, but the fact that he's already played professionally gives him that opportunity to maybe be in that MVP conversation. But all the other guys are playing professional more than uh, the, these guys below him. But you got to remember, are, you gotta remember playing he started playing. No, but we got to remember he's For been years. playing professionally overseas at like 16, 17 years old. I understand that, but these exactly. guys are playing. Tatum been playing professional for the last six years. Um, been playing for the last two years. Um, Devin been playing for the last six years. Let me tell you who doesn't deserve to be on this list above John Moran. Bam. You already said Bam deserves to go. I think Bam needs to be lower. Yeah. I think he is the John, guess who the fact that John Moran, the, no, no, the fact that John Moran is not in the top ten is a travesty. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would put John Moran above. I put him in the same stratosphere as where Ben Simmons is. Okay. In terms of his, in terms of as an up and comer, yeah. his and second year in the league was yeah. he twenty one? Yeah, and and he's definitely elevating um, at a high level. Yeah. Now, where Evan, I don't think I asked you how you feel about Ball at three. Like, are you okay with Ball being at number three? It is kind of strange, and if we're being honest, it's kind of strange to see him at number strange. three. Very strange. Because Luka Doncic and and um. Zion really have come in and just taken the league by storm. Yeah, right. It took it, it took like a month for us to even recognize Lamelo. Yeah, he wasn't even starting. Yeah. Right, like he, he came off the bench. Mm-hmm. Right, and and I'm trying to figure out like he's going to help me. What is his ceiling? Like, what do you foresee his ceiling? Do you feel like he's going to be better than a Zion or a Luca, or 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 is he going to like be, he's going to be better than Donovan or Tatum? Because he's not better than those guys right now. Right. Do you think that his ceiling is higher than theirs? He's gonna be better. I feel like caliber. I feel like his impact on the team may be higher than Donovan's, because mm-hmm. like when we look, yeah, exactly his impact. Because you could take Donovan off off of the Utah Jazz, and the Utah Jazz is full of a whole bunch of vets. So if you take him off, I mean, the only problem is okay, they're gonna have a problem with the closer. But granted, those few weeks where we've seen like Lamelo like not be in, be in the lineup or whatever the case may be. 
You see that drop off? Like, granted, what like drop off? They only lost one game. Two pause. Games. Did you not remember when we got blown out by like Brooklyn? Like, why you think Charlotte we got a nationally televised game off. for Lamelo Ball? Charlotte is always a drop off. Like, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's yeah, not, it's not like, it's yeah, not like the old days quite. with Baron Davis, Eddie Jones, and you know Jamal Mashburn, etc. But granted, like when you think about where Lamelo is, I feel like his impact is. I don't want to say it's similar to LeBron's because, like, with LeBron, you have to have certain players around him that, that fit him. Right. Like, when you think about, like, Miles Bridges, like, he can put him in positions to be successful just based on how he plays. Like, he just – it's hard to explain with LaMelo. Because Very. he just – it's really hard because – It should be hard to explain. It should be hard to explain at number three. Right. Yeah, number nine is too hard to explain. And that's really – and that's really the thing because it's like when you watch him play – it's like, dude, it's like, oh, when you need a bucket, LaMelo can just get you to the cup. Like, I kind of want to use, I want to, uh, I think he fouled out that game. Never mind. I don't want to use that Kings. I, I guess I can. So, in certain situations to where you need a bucket, mm-hmm. if Gordon Hayward isn't showing up, if Scary Terry isn't showing up, LaMelo is willing to carry that load. Gotcha. Like, he's really willing to carry that load, and he has no problem about it because, I mean, some players, yes, they care about stats, but LaMelo cares more about winning. So he's willing to be like, if I'll be the fall guy, I'll be the fall guy. But I want the team to win. And that's and that's pretty much what I see in him. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that everyone else around him, like he has that type of energy to where it's, we want to win too. We just don't want to just be lingering around just watching someone do all the work and you're only a rookie. What's these numbers? Like, what's, the, what's these LaMelo numbers? All I know is the last 10 games, Without Lamelo, mm-hmm. they won six and four. <laughs> well, who are That's six and four. But guess who that sounds play? like a Charlotte. That I mean, sounds like they're overachieving. We won Friday, but guess what? Giannis wasn't playing. They had their whole bench playing. When we should have won by more than that. I also feel like Donovan Mitchell. I mean, I'm not a big Donovan Mitchell guy. I mean, I think he's a good player, but I don't think he is a transplant. Let's think about it. Before he went to before he went to the draft. Before mm-hmm. we went to the draft, you know, uh, the Jazz were in the playoffs yeah. the year before. Yeah. So he kind of stepped in and he played a role. Like, in terms of – this is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at, at is he an efficient scorer? Not really. He's a volume shooter. He's a volume scorer. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't have him as high on the list because I don't mm-hmm. know if he really transcends a franchise. I feel like he's a guy that's going to get overpaid one day and go to another team. And people are like, he's good. He's averaging 26 and 5, though. I, I, I think he's good, but what's his, what's, his, what's, his, what's his field goal percentage? He is shooting. Good question. It's low 40. Because um, that matters. 43. It's low 45%. And I'm it's saying. It's not terrible, though. It's That's, not terrible, it's but not terrible. At, this, at this level, year three, being the man on the team for so many years, I would expect. And him his to team be, is number one in the West. I think that played a part in them. Oh, him being, being where he is on the list? Yeah, okay. I feel like that played a part of them putting him that high because Utah is having so much success. And I can understand that. I can understand that. And here's my thing, too, with this list, right? Giannis was at the top of this list for so many years. That's true. Today, I'd still take Joel Embiid over Giannis Antetokounmpo to build around. You're still going to have Giannis in the top three, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disrespecting Giannis. I'm just saying, like, these lists, at a certain point, becomes an argument. But, like... No, that's, that's, that's my point. You made my point right there. Yeah. Like... No matter what, we're going to always have Giannis in that top five category. Right. I don't think the conversation is the same thing for LaMelo. 
Okay. Me neither. Yeah, I don't know if I'm always going to say no. he's going to be top three no. talent. On looking at this list right here, like I don't know when I look at this list and I'm like, he's always going to be top three on this list. Yeah. I do not see it. But I get the argument when he said because he's 19 and the impact he's making at 19. Right. I get that argument. I think it was a good point. But I do not see him be on this list. When I look at this list in two or three years, I'm like, Oh yeah, Melo number next seven. Season. Don't, yeah. don't even gotta wait. Next season, he's not gonna be number three. Well, let me ask this question: Where do you think Jason Tatum's gonna end up in the long run? Because Jason Tatum, what year is he? Year three. Listen, and it seems like nothing. Yeah, I want my take on Jason. T- Go ahead. I think he's too far away from Jalen Brown right now. Mm-hmm. I, I seriously, like when J- when he went out this year, it allowed everybody to see that Jalen Brown was an all star. Yeah. Right? right. I don't think they're they don't think they're that far away from each other. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Jason Tatum is the next Kobe Bryant. Like, everybody wanted him to be. Yeah. So, I, th- I feel like he's he's getting a lot of, like, attention that I think is unnecessary. I think what happened is he had a really good playoff series rookie year with Kyrie Absent. He ate Philly. But let's be honest. He had J.J. Red guarding him. I mean, so why, I, why I give JJ, I give J.J. <laughs> right, like, I was going to yeah, say like, that. <laughs> Like, what, what did MJ say? What did MJ say to Charles? What Charles said, man, why are you mad? He said, because the white guy's guarding me. Uh, <laughs> Larry Bird said, Larry Bird quoted that too. Yeah. He said, I, he said, I took it personal when he put a white guy on me. Yeah. That's wow. Larry Bird, Larry Legend and, words. And, and JJ Reddick, let's be honest, he's in there to do one thing, one thing only. Yep. Shoot. 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 He, he can't, he can't open guard, door. Uh, he can't guard nobody. That's I remember watching the series and just almost wanted to cry because I realized, like, there's no hope. No. There's no hope. There, Yo, Boston no, wasn't running no plays. It was. They was looking for the nearest white boy. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. They had yeah. Ilavisova on the court. We had J.J. Redick on the court. And we had uh, Bellinelli. What was the guy's name? Uh, uh, Bellinelli. Bellinelli. And they just said, oh, which one of y'all guarding him? Mm, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the only time I felt worse was when we got swept by Boston because Burt Brown would not change that pick and roll. It was like, yo, yes. they're going to pick and roll you to death. Kimba Walker was like, I haven't been playing, I've seen defense like this in like years. <laughs> Shout out to Doc Rivers. Well, let me ask you guys this. Someone we didn't really mention, I think he's like number 14, um, mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's way down. What do you guys think his potential is? I'm asking because I was on Twitter this week on some sports website and a few responders I, like what do you call them tweeters or uh, people were saying that he's probably the next Kevin Durant like the real uh, next Kevin Durant so it's like do you see his because they're saying his skill package is the same so where do you see him I see him if he's healthy that's a problem <laughs> he has back issues and I don't know why the Knicks didn't pull him but he if he's healthy and on the, how Denver is set, he will be a top three. I think he will be a top three. Top Man, three what? Take that Understood. 17 points a game somewhere else. <laughs> top like, top three what? Are, are you kidding He'll me? Be a top three. Like, well, like, top three what? On, on, this list, on this list. Not in the top NBA. three on this team? Uh, no, top three. On, <laughs> to me, I see a better potential over Le, Le, um, Ball. I see a potential over Donovan. And I see him and Tatum about the same. Yo, I, I mean... I'm, this kid is like he's playing no defense. <laughs> but I'm still waiting for this, man. Like I, I agree. Like he can shoot the ball really good. KD, like stop. Like I let's know. stop. He's nobody's KD. Yo. I'm not gonna like, say like we're KD. going too far with that one. Like let's give him another comparison. Let's not say KD's name and Michael Porter Jr. because right, right, right. it's not there. Jason it is Tatum. not there. 
I, I think I, I like my core junior a lot. Yeah. Um, he can play. He can play. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not he's a trash. He's definitely I, I think trash. what's gonna be interesting is to see how Denver evolves over time. Because Denver's Denver's gonna is yeah. here to stay. They're yeah. they're 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 here to no, stay. Man. Aaron Gordon pick and up they're all nice. young, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. how old is Joker? Joker Joker's like what, 27, 28? Okay. Yeah. He might be younger than that. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know how old he is. I he has to at least be twenty six. Or he'd be number top three on this list. That's right. true. That's true. So uh you know, and Jamal Murray took a leap. Right. Well, yeah. in the playoffs. I'm I haven't, I haven't watched him yeah, That's why I'm mad see. about the bubble. Because where the heck happened to Jamal Burton? <laughs> he was 50 and 50 and 50. <laughs> we thought he him was just Him and Donovan like, going back and forth. Like, yeah. We were like Vince Carter and AI back in 2001. Right. That bubble noise got to quiet down quick, man. Yeah, it did. It did. He was putting up some crazy numbers. But I, I, think, I think, you know, it would be interesting to see where he fits in the pantheon of that Denver team. Because... Murray? We the, talking about or Porter? Porter. Okay. In the long run, because I think potential, he has the potential to be based upon size, based upon uh, skills, to be the best player on that team. However, potential is just that potential. We'll see where he ends up yes. in the long run. And Joker makes the game easy for him, because Joker makes the game for easy for yeah, everyone who plays with yeah. him. Joker just does everything. Right. It's amazing. Right. To watch this guy. Does right, he right. jump? I mean, yeah. look. Footwork, Footwork, body control. Joe, he just makes great. it look easy. Yeah. That's a lesson Good for basketball. any unathletic individual who wants to pick up the game of basketball. Yeah. You don't got to be special. You just got to have, you just got to be skilled. Well, That's the thing about this European guy. It helps guys. if you're seven foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's the thing about these European helps. guys. They've learned, like, I don't got to be LeBron. I don't got to be, like, jumping out the gym. I just got to be McHale. skilled. They've been watching yeah, Kevin McHale teach. He's a really good shooting center. Yes, right. and he can pass the ball exceptionally right. well. I do have a question. Do you believe that Michael Porter Jr. is suffering in a sense to how Gordon Hayward was in Boston? You're talking about like in terms of him being like the third, fourth fiddle? Right. Because, see, that's my that's that's the issue right there. That, and that's why I'm going to answer this question. If you was that guy, you wouldn't be considered third or fourth fiddle. So my problem with him is, why are you third and fourth fiddle? Make your mark. Your mark is made offseason. Your mark is made in practices. People know who's the guy. So obviously, the ship is running better with Jokic and Murray than it is with Porter. Because if that wasn't the case, then Porter should have had a ball more. When did Kobe should run start, through him. When did Kobe start? start start being a starter on that Lakers team? Um, Like year two. I think year two. You're right. Maybe you're year right. Three. You're right. Yes, yeah. Because they realized, like, yo. Eddie Jones, peace out. Yeah, we yeah. got to get this dude the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's how it works. Like it always find a way to work itself out in basketball, yeah. where players know who the guy is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right now he's not proving himself to be that top, that top guy. Mm -hmm. So that's on him. Mm -hmm. I also believe because of that injury, it put him in that situation. Yeah. At the same time. Because people were scared to take a risk on him. Yeah. Because I have friends that are Charlotte fans. They was like, man, look, it's, sometimes you got to take that risk. If it yeah. didn't work out, it was because of injuries. It wasn't because of something off the court. It was right. because he had that injury. Mm -hmm. And now that it seems like he's he's gotten past it, now he has to play that role. And maybe if things work out, he might end up being on a star on a different team if yeah. he doesn't like the situation moving forward. And, and that's a real thing, right? Because... Bringing in Aaron Gordon, you pretty much put someone in at, at, at Michael Ford Jr.'s position. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna, he's paid. Uh, and, uh, um, Jamal Murray's going to get paid. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Joker's going to get paid. Mm -hmm. 
Somebody's got to be the odd man out. Yeah. yeah. It's going. It's going to be him. It's yeah. going to be Porter. It's going to be Porter. Yeah. That seventeen, the game's going to be on the Knicks. <laughs> Listen, no. <laughs> I'll take him next to Rand. I would take him too. I, I, I mean, you know, I would take I'll him take too. I'll take it. If, 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 if he can promise me that in seven seasons he's the next KD. Oh, no, 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 no. I will gladly no, no. take him. You'll be very disappointed. In other words, you don't very want him. Yeah. <laughs> nah, ain't you don't too, many, too many unicorns out there. <laughs> ain't too many of them out there. He's not one. Yeah. Good player, though. All right, guys. Well. Here we are. Um, I think we all kind of feel the same about the top two. The top two is who they are, and we agree it is Zion and Luca. Number three was just an oddball. We all agree that Devin Booker, once again, is disrespected. And who did Fox pay to be that high on the list? Right. Why does he involve Brandon Ingram? Too? Right. Like, like, Fox is a hooper. Huh? Fox is a hooper. Yeah, but who sees his games? That's right. <laughs> like, who's no, checking no, for his but, games? It's about potential. Ah, oh, he got the potential not to get turned on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, nobody's watching Sacramento. Like, who'd you say you put in over over Fox? I'm going Brandon. I like Brandon Ingram. I, I think Fox has a better potential to be. A that wasn't the only person I said I put over. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, but I think Fox has potential to be a franchise cornerstone. Yeah. I'll put Ben. Simmons. I'm putting Ben over him all day. Ben, yeah. yeah. Ben. I mean Ben. ben two two All Star games, right? Yeah. Uh, he, defensive now, year, player you year candidate. Ben gets a little bit John overpriced Moran. because because Ben shouldn't have been All Star this year. Yeah, Ben was an All Star this I'd year. I'd say he shouldn't have been All Star this year. Oh man, what? turn turn his mic off, man. This is yeah, disrespectful, nah, man. I can't. And what do you look, mean? I'm a New York girl, and what? Yeah. <laughs> look, come on, man. You think what? Ben should have been an All Star yes. unequivocally this year? The yeah. Sixers are in first place. Who's over him? <laughs> the Sixers in first place. We think they're in first place just because. I'm not saying he's not a great talent. I'm saying his numbers have really suffered this year. He struggled this year. But coaches, see, that's the thing I love about coaches having say too, because coaches see the impact that Ben Simmons brings on the team. You know what I'm saying? It's like when Ben Simmons is on that floor, it's no screening because whoever you screen him on, he can guard. He's yeah. playing help D. He's playing the passing lanes. He's finishing the transition. He's getting people open. But that's like open. saying Jeremiah Dreams dream be all-star because he plays great defense. Okay, no, no, no. hold on no, now. Hold not on. the same. Apples hold and on. oranges, brother. Apples <laughs> and oranges, brother. We about, end, we about to end this show for real because I was loving this conversation until I heard Draymond Green. Draymond, Draymond Green. So, uh, listeners, that is until next time. Special talent. Don't take it away. I'm just saying. <laughs> not Draymond for the record. Oh, not Draymond. <laughs> R.J. Barrett. Oh, please. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time. <laughs>